don't you open to Psalms chapter 51. We're going to read a few verses here and get right into it. If you are in nursery, yes, you may be excused. Psalms 51, verses 7 through 10. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Hide thy face from my sins, and blot out all mine iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Lay your Bibles down, God of heaven. I ask you to move in this service tonight one more time. Move on my heart. Speak to me. Anoint these lips of clay, God, to speak your anointed word. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Everybody said amen. Amen. You may be seated. Look at your neighbor. Look at your pastor. Look at somebody who you're responsible to and say, my heart needs fixing, but I'm alone. My heart needs fixing, but I'm alone. Praise God. David, King David, ruler of the land of Israel, king that conquered everything in his path. David, the man who had warriors at his command day and night. A man that every warrior in the land feared. Before he was ever king, though, you could hear his praises ringing in the streets of Jerusalem across Israel. Saul has slain his thousands, but David his tens of thousands. Known before he was ever known to be king, he was known for his might in battle. He was known for his abilities to soothe the atmosphere with his strumming of a harp. This man was undoubtedly walking in the favor of God long before he ever walked the halls of the palace as king of Israel. Before he ever laid his head on a pillow in the palace, he laid it on a stone in the field with a sheep. David was the one as a young boy who came into the camp of Israel and he seen his brothers and he seen his fellow Israelites surrounded by Philistines being taunted on every side. And he went in and he finds himself going into the king's chambers and says, let me fight this day. He had a fighting spirit within him. He was just a young, ruddy boy, the Bible describes him at this age. But he had something, a tenacity inside of him that said, I want to fight. I see a need, and I need to fill the void. The young man you would never find alone unless to look at the hills that told him of past victories. But never alone to humanity because he had men with him at all times. Warriors, men who had his back, men who said, wherever you go, King David, wherever you go, warrior David, I'm going to fight for you. I've got you. I'm watching your six. When you can't see behind you, I'm going to protect you. The kind of men you want on your side, the kind of men you want to be a part of, the kind of ladies you want praying in your corner. We're talking about the people who had the man of God's back, men of valor, men of strength, men of like precious faith. Men who fought for the same cause. Men who seen the same vision that their king had. Praise God. Men who said, I see where you're headed, David, and I want to be a part of it. But my question to you today is this. What happened to that man, that David, that we know of, the tough warrior David? What happened to him when we read in Psalms chapter 51? What happened to that heart of tenacity? What happened to that that heart of fearless faith that no matter what's in my path, I'm going to conquer it? I can tell you what happened to that. Sin happened to that. 
Sin will destroy any faith-built person if we allowed it to get right into the roots of who we are. The one who people came to for wisdom, for help, for revenge, for protection, you name it. This man, where was he at today? David, always leading the, the army into battle. He was the one fighting with his men. He was tough. It, we, I already mentioned it. He killed his tens of thousands. He was a warrior among all his warriors. He was tougher than any of them. He was badder than any of them. But on this particular day, he sends his army out with Joab and he says, I'm going to stay back. You go fight. I'm going to sit out this time. Joab was trustworthy though. Joab was not just some weakling. Joab was a tough man. Joab was another mighty warrior of all warriors. But the thing is this, the bad choice wasn't sending Joab to fight. It wasn't that, that, he, uh, that he left these men in, in the, the, the confines of Joab's leadership. That wasn't the, the bad choice. The bad choice was this, everybody went to battle but him. He said, you go fight, I'm going to stay alone. I'm going to sit back here. I've got things to deal with in my head. I've got things I need to handle at home. And the problem is with that today's world, we let our family go fight for us and we sit back on a back burner because we've got things we need to deal with. And the thing is this, I can't afford to let my wife fight alone. I can't afford to let my children fight for me. I can't afford to let those who are following after me go and fight my battle. You better be ready to fight when the battle's on. You can't afford to stay home. You can't afford to sit out. When the battle's on, the battle's on. There could have been a myriad of reasons why. He stayed back from battle that particular day. But I have a hunch. I have an idea. I have a thought. I can't prove this. But I have a thought that long before David had ever fallen to this iniquity with Bathsheba, he had seen in his eyes Bathsheba before. He had seen his weakness long before he ever made the decision, I'm staying home from this battle today. There was something in his spirit that wasn't right. There was something off kilter. There was something a little wonky in the spirit that said, you go fight and I might catch up with you later. You go fight, I've got things to tend to. And if I'm left to my own self and I let the pastor go fight without me and I let my brothers go fight without me because I've got things to tend to in my own heart, chances are nine times out of nine, I'm going to fall to what's in my heart. You cannot afford to let people fight your battle for you. You cannot afford to be dealing with what's in your heart and never be surrounded by men of God, women of God, when you're in the midst of a war internally. Praise God. You say that's not right. That's not in the Bible. It doesn't say that, that he knew Bathsheba before he had seen No, you're right. It don't. But at some point in time, you know your weakness. At some point in time, you became acquainted with it. You thought about it. You had a vision of it. You, you had a feeling. You had a hunch in your spirit. You had something pulling on your flesh. And when the war became to fight in the battlefield, you said, I don't want to get out of bed today. I don't want to fight this one today. I don't have the strength. I don't have the, the whatever used to burn in my spirit. I don't have it today. I don't want to go to war today. Fight it for me, babe. Fight it for me, children. 
David finds himself looking at a rooftop where this beautiful lady was bathing and his flesh lets him sneak away for a while. And the problem when I get to my own self and I get alone is my flesh starts to let me do things. My flesh starts to tell me what to look at. My flesh starts to tell me what to go visit, what to go do. And the problem with that is not the one-time visit. The problem is I'm going to go back if I don't ever get it under subjection at an altar. If I don't ever decide I'm not looking at that no more. I'm not going there no more. I'm not thinking about those thoughts no more. If I don't ever put those thoughts under the blood, they'll put me under. Praise God. Psalms 51, he finds himself disgusted, tormented, full of fear because of what he had done. The warrior, the full of wisdom fighter, full of power, full of decisions he had made in battle. You see, King Devil didn't have trouble slaying giants. He didn't have a problem pulling that sword on the field and knowing just how to swing it and defend himself and take out the army. He didn't have a problem defending himself against giants. He had trouble slaying the flesh. And just like King David, we have troubles slaying the flesh. Oh, we can get out there and defend our kids. We can get out there and defend when someone's talking bad about us. We can run our mouth right back at them. We can talk to them in public when they're disgracing our family. Not a problem. But when we're alone and our flesh is taunting us and our flesh is really hitting us hard, those are the times we better have integrity. We better have the Word of God in our spirit. We better have been prayed up when we were strong praise God hallelujah King David didn't have troubles dividing the land and setting armies uh, over here against that side Uh, you're going to fight from that side he didn't have troubles with that Uh, he had troubles with his flesh uh, from his spirit and battles with himself and much like David we battle inwardly much different than, than we battle outwardly Everything looks perfect to the human eye, but inwardly there's a fight going on. Inwardly there's a struggle fighting inside of me, inside of you, inside of your neighbor. Oh, you can't see it with your naked eye, but if you're prayed up, you can see it. If you're prayed up, you can know your brother's in trouble. If you're prayed up, you can know I've got to have my sister's back. I better be fasting for her, praying for her, praying for her children. Praise God, praise God. Brother Robbie may be strong and muscular. Right, Sister Kristen? But he fights with a different set of muscles inside when the attack is inward. He fights with a different set of of guidelines, with a different set of rules, so to speak. Sister Amber may be rock solid with everybody's eye and her spirit, but something could always be going on on the inside. Just because you don't see the war going on doesn't mean they may be in a fight for their life. They may be in a fight for the spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you know your brother's in a fight, if you know your sister's in a fight, you better do everything you can to uphold their arms. Oh, Moses couldn't do it alone, but he had two brothers with him that said, if you hold his hand, I'll hold the other hand. We're going to win this war. We're going to see Israel prevail. We're going to see Palmer overcome. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I can't afford, though, to tell Joab, I'm going to sit this one out. Go fight, and I'll be here when you get back. And the trouble that, 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 that mentality is when King David was never made to sit battles out, though. He was never created to be a king from home while his people fought for him. 
You were never created to sit down while Sister Playle fought for you. You were never created with a marshal to fight alone. You were never created, Sister Misty, to fight alone. You were meant to get on the battlefield side by side, arm in arm. If he falls, I fall. If you stand, I stand. That's what we're here for, church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you choose to let your family battle this one without you, without your help, without your leadership, without your, without your position being occupied on the war field, the enemy is after your soul. The enemy is looking for you. There's a target on your head. And men, we cannot afford. Let me talk to the men for a second. Men, we cannot afford to let our families go every day to war while we stay back and tend to personal matters. Those personal matters better get dealt with at an altar one night. Otherwise, our family will be the ones we're pleading over. God save my children. God save my wife. I don't know what happened. I don't know where we're at. But the thing is this. If we don't get under subjection, the devil will put us under his heel every time. Praise God. Your personal matters will take you out if you let your family fight without you. Some of us have been riding the waves of life. Just when will it ever end? When will it ever end? Oh, this life is just getting harder and getting harder. And just riding the waves and riding the waves. There's no end in sight. There's no land in sight. And the thing is this, though. God stopped by on a Wednesday night. And he's offering you a lifeboat. He's offering you a chance to say, get on board. Quit riding the waves. Get on board. Rise above your problems. Rise above your past. Rise above who you used to be. Rise above what used to take you under with every wave, with every storm, with every gust of wind. Rise above it. Hallelujah. 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 Ladies, you can't afford to let your children go to war at school every day without you being on your knees praying for them, covering them under the anointing that God has placed in your life, that is placed in your glory. You cannot afford to sit back, turn the TV on and wait for 3.30 to get there. I finally got peace in my heart. I'm finally alone. You can't afford to be alone when your children are alone in the world. We have a position. We have a calling in our hearts. We have a calling in our lives. We better fulfill it. Oh, daughters, you can't afford to let mom be the only one praying when dad is backslidden. You can't afford to get on the coattail of mom's prayers just because she's praying. I don't need to pray. You better hit your knees, daughter. Son, you better not just let dad be the spiritual leader. You better learn from dad. You better hit your knees in prayer. You better learn to feel the conviction of the Holy Ghost. Oh, you're going to wish one day when you've got little ones of your own that somehow, someone way they get a hold of it hallelujah hallelujah praise God I'm coming to a close but I wanted to tell someone today if you're ever going to get from Psalms chapter 51 into Psalms chapter 57 verse 7 when he says my heart is fixed my heart is fixed you're going to have to come to grips with a Psalm 51 prayer that says God created me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me you better come to grips that you're broken you better come to grips you can't make it without him if you think your heart is fine and you 
you've never been healed by the master, chances are you're in 51 right now and you don't know it. But I challenge some of you tonight. I challenge you to get a hold of Psalms 57.7. Oh God, my heart is fixed. My heart is fixed. I will sing and I will give praise. Let's praise Him tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.